like to welcome everyone here tonight to our Wednesday night service. Hope and pray that your soul has been blessed this week, and uh, I'm still rejoicing over Sunday. What a wonderful time. God met with us in a great way. We just want to say thank the Lord for all that He does for us and all the many things that He's doing for us. And uh, got much to pray about tonight. This is Wednesday night, prayer meeting service, and uh, uh, we do need to pray, and let's just pray for our church, pray for our situation in our country, pray for the upcoming election, and uh, just pray for uh, our leaders and uh, just uh, uh, the, all the churches of the land, all my preacher friends, uh, I continue to remember them, Preacher Ricky, Sister Lynn, he's still in the hospital on the ventilator, uh, Preacher Doug got to come home yes, uh, the day before yesterday with oxygen for right now. And uh, just pray for him. Sister Brenda's doing better, but continue to pray for her and the rest of the family. Also, uh, those that have asked for prayer, those that have lost their loved ones to death, I pray for Wilson and Elizabeth. Also, pray, uh, Pastor Chuck's doing a lot better. Thank the good Lord for that. Uh, Ed and Barbara, continue to remember them. Continue to remember Curtis's foot. Also, continue to uh, pray for Charlie and Evelyn uh, Holmes and Ken Huffman. Uh, Miss Kidd, uh, 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 Janice's daughter called today and said Janice had a spell. Uh, her eyes just got kind of went, everything went black. And so just pray for her. Pray for Pam. They had to bring her home from work sick. Also, Violet is, is sick. We remember them today. Glory Jean and her daughter Joanne. Also, Sister Kay, Sister Sandra Moore, Sister Joel Sween. Uh, Lisa and her dad and aunt, let's remember them. Uh, Lisa's had to take her dad to the uh, doctor uh, up in Asheville, I believe it was. So let's pray he gets a good report. Also, Karen Goins and uh, uh, those that's on Facebook that has asked for prayer and Greg Gobble. And uh, also, uh, let's do pray for Isaac Walker, uh, 14 years old. He was in a, a four-wheeler accident yesterday. He's in Baptist Hospital. And the next 24 hours is critical, so let's remember them. Uh, they're having a prayer service at one of the churches uh, in town uh, over in uh, the uh, uh, Linwood area. So let's remember them tonight, pray for the family, uh, and let's just pray for this service here tonight. Don't have no singers with us tonight, but we'll do our best to bring to you what the Lord has laid upon our hearts. And I do desire your prayers that God would just help us and God would just use us and just remember the tonight's service. Remember Sunday morning, 1030 uh, here at the church, uh, those that's wanting to come in and those that want to come to the parking lot and listen to it on uh, on the radio. And I think we might have a few out there in the parking lot tonight. Not exactly. No, we had one when we started. Uh, uh, pray for them tonight. Pray they get something out of it. And also those that's live uh, let's just pray that's listened by Facebook tonight. So, uh, and also let's remember the upcoming events of our church. And uh, let's, so let's go to the Lord in prayer tonight. Dear Heavenly Father, we're so thankful that we're able to call upon your name tonight. We're so thankful that you give us another opportunity, Lord, to come to your house tonight, Father, and give you worship and give you praise. And, and Lord, I know, Lord, there's only two of us in the building, Lord, and Lord, just one out in the parking lot that we know of. Uh, uh, but I pray tonight, God, that you just bless us in a great and a mighty way tonight. Uh, I pray, Lord, just help us as we read the precious word of God, as we, Lord, to bring the message of, of the hour tonight. I pray that thy will and thy way would be done on earth as it is in heaven. Uh, I pray for the many objects of prayer. I pray for Isaac tonight there in the hospital. Uh, 
I thank you for the doctors, the nurses, Lord, medical science. They're doing all they can do. But I thank you for your, uh, your son, Jesus, that, <coughs> that came and, Lord, took stripes uh, uh, for our healing, died for our, uh, Lord, uh, took, uh, Lord, died for our sins, uh, arose, Lord, that we may live again, Father. And I pray tonight, Father, Lord, just please, uh, uh, Lord, just continue to touch our preacher friends. Continue, Lord, to touch those that ask for prayer. Uh, I pray, Lord, touch our wives back tonight, God, and Lord, just be with her. Uh, and I ask you, Lord, all the requests here and grant them tonight, Father. Drive out the opposing powers of Satan, uh, and Lord, just give us liberty, Lord, to read and to preach what thus saith the Word of God tonight. And Lord, we give you the praise, the glory, and the honor for all you've done, all you're doing, and all you're going to do. In the precious and wonderful name of Jesus Christ, we all do pray. Amen and amen tonight. Thank the good Lord for prayer. Thank the good Lord that we're able to be in His house tonight. Coming to you live by Facebook and uh also, I believe podcasts, we're trying some of that now. Uh, Brother Scott was telling me a little bit about it before we started, and uh, he's working on that. So uh, I thank the good Lord for him and uh, for what him and his children have done uh, to end this and uh, to make it a lot easier. And I'm just thankful tonight for the Word of God. I do desire your prayers tonight that God would just help us and God would just use us. Uh, uh, because we realize tonight we're nothing and we can do nothing tonight. Uh, uh, if you have your Bibles tonight, turn to the book of Jude tonight. Uh, uh, that's right after the third epistle of John and right before the book of Revelation. Uh, uh, so just turn there's one book, uh, uh, one chapter tonight, only uh, 360 something verses, I believe it is. Uh, uh, 613 words, 25 verses, uh, uh, 22 verses of history, one verse of fulfillment, and two verses of of unfulfilled prophecy tonight. So listen, uh, and the theme of the book of Jude is contending uh, uh, for the faith tonight. That's what contending uh, uh, for the faith it says there in verse 3 in that part, contending for the faith. Uh, uh, that's the theme of the uh, of this one chapter here, this one book. Uh, and he's also tonight is the half-brother of Jesus Christ. Uh, and he calls himself a servant of uh, of Jesus Christ and brother of James tonight. So think about that, verse number one through verse number four. And then we're going to skip over and read the last five verses of it, verses 20 through verses 25. It says, Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ and brother of James, to them that are sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ and called. A mercy unto you and peace and love and be multiplied. Uh, beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, uh, a reason why he calls it the common salvation, it is for the Jews and the Gentiles. Uh, it's for all tonight alike and offered salvation to the whole world. Uh, uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his only, forgotten, only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, uh, but have everlasting life. Uh, for God, I'm glad God don't only love this world, this area, uh, but for God so loved the world tonight, and I'm thankful for that. Uh, it goes on, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you uh, should earnestly contend uh, for the faith which was once uh, once delivered unto the saints. Uh, for there there was certain men, there, there are certain men creep, uh, creep in unaware uh, who were before of old ordained uh, uh, to this condemnation, ungodly men, 
turning the grace of our God into lavishness uh, and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, Now let's look at verse number 20. Uh, uh, But ye, beloved, build up yourselves on your most holy faith, uh, praying in the Holy Ghost, keeping yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ, uh, Christ unto eternal life. And, uh, and of some having a compassion, making a difference, uh, and others saved with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garments spotted with having the, uh, even the garments spotted uh, uh, with flesh. Now unto them that is able to keep you from falling, uh, and to present you faultless before the presence of His glory uh, with exceeding joy to the only wise God and Savior. Uh, be glory and magnified dominion and power both now and forever. Uh, uh, amen. Let's pray once again. Father, we love you. Uh, and we do ask you tonight, God, drive back the opposing powers of Satan. Uh, uh, give me a touch both physically and spiritually tonight, God. Uh, uh, Lord, just help me, Lord, to expound upon the precious word of God. Uh, I pray tonight, Lord, just give me liberty, give me freedom tonight. Speak the heart, speak the lives. Uh, And we'll give you the praise and the glory and honor for all you've done. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray. Amen and amen. I'd like to speak and preach just a little while tonight uh, upon this thought tonight. Christians alerted. Uh, uh, Christians alerted tonight. Uh, uh, The word alerted means watchful, alarm alarm emergency signal occasions uh, uh, for fear uh, fear startled or frightened tonight. Uh, uh, what do we think about? You know, when you're riding down the road and you hear a siren, uh, uh, you look up and you see where it's at and you wonder where it's coming, uh, uh, what's happening. I, I was raising uh, most of my life in Clover, South Carolina, uh, and uh, there was a nuclear plant there. That's the, one re- that's the reason we moved there, uh, is my dad worked for Catawba uh, Nuclear Station at Duke Power uh, at the time, and he re- we relocated from Greer, South Carolina. Uh, why? Because his job... Uh, took him there, uh, and they, uh, after they got it built, and after they got it in, 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 in uh, running up and running, uh, uh, you know what? They put these sirens in so uh, so many mild distances uh, of the nuclear station that when we hear those sirens, uh, uh, there was something uh, happening there, and we needed to uh, uh, take a Lord, uh, and we needed to listen to that and uh, take heed. Uh, uh, to that, they tested them one, uh, ever so often. Uh, I don't exactly remember, but you know what? You could hear them for miles around, uh, and it was a signal telling us uh, uh, that was something was happening at the nuclear station, uh, and we need to take heed. We need to be alarmed uh, of that tonight. And not only that, but when they fire. You hear the fire alarm. Uh, uh, you think about we live close enough to town, uh, and even now we live close enough to a fire station that when a fire alarm goes off, uh, uh, you can hear that, and it alerts you uh, that there's a fire somewhere. There's danger somewhere. And what you got to do is listen to that. Uh, and do uh, you think about this tonight? Uh, uh, today, what are you talking about, Christian alert? Uh, today we see an intense state of uh, of apostasy. Uh, uh, you think about that renouncing of one's profession of faith. Uh, uh, the people that used to, uh, uh, was raised in church and used to go to church, uh, they have now denounced it. Not only that, tonight we as a nation in a lot of ways have done that. 
We see men blasphemously denial of Je Lord Jesus Christ and their teachings of the modernists. Uh, they have denied his, the, de the deity of God, uh, his virgin birth, his, uh, his serving in the place of another's death tonight. Uh, uh, you know what? And not only that, but his victorious resurrection and his coming again. Uh, uh, Christians are to be on alert. Uh, uh, for the attack of the enemies. We are under attack as Christians tonight. Uh, and it's time, you know what? Yes, it's good to come into you uh, about the common salvation tonight. Everybody needs salvation. Uh, uh, but you know what? We need to be on alert tonight. Uh, uh, why? Because our enemy is attacking us and coming against us tonight. And Jude here, today we see, think about this. And as we look at number one, is found in verse number three. An earnest exhortation is given to us. It urges us strongly tonight, as it says in verse number three, Beloved, I have gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation. It was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly that word earnestly means contend. I mean, the word contend, that means uh, contend against others. The idea is to maintain the original faith of the gospel which was being destroyed uh, by false teachers. Why earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered uh, unto the saints tonight? Uh, uh, there's false teachers come in, contend for the faith once delivered. Uh, that literally means to struggle for it. Uh, uh, do everything you can to keep the faith uh, and uh, let the original faith uh, earnestly contend for the faith which once was delivered to the saints. If they try to come any other way, the word faith here means that uh, the faith that accepts and holds to the truth revealed unto the apostles, the fundamental truths of God's word. If God's word says it, we need to believe it. God's word says it, we need to earnestly contend for it. Uh, uh, why? Because there's uh, they, people uh, uh, that's come in tonight and doing everything they can. Uh, uh, why? Because so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing uh, about the word of God. We need to hear the word of God. We need to listen to the word of God. Uh, and we need to contend for the word of God. Uh, earnestly contend for the faith that was once offered to us. Think about this, an earnest exhortation, exhorting you and I tonight. Because Hebrews eleven six 6 says, But without faith it is impossible to please Him. For he that cometh to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Uh, so what we need to realize tonight uh, is, you know what, it exhorts, uh, it said, and exhorts you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which once delivered unto the saints. The old, give me the old time religion tonight. Why? Why do we need to earnestly contend for the faith? We have, not only do we have a, a, a urgent exhortation, ur, urges us strongly tonight, but we also have a, a sincere warning tonight. A, a warning's going off. The sounds are going off. Why do we need to contend for the faith? For there are certain men creeped in unaware who were before of all ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men, turning the grace of our God into lavishness. That word lavishness means filthy wantonness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. 
What happened is certain men came into the church under false pretense uh, and began to sow discord. Uh, uh, you think about this tonight. Uh, uh, that happens a lot. Uh, uh, just because a church has a steeple, just because a church has a sign, uh, uh, just because it may look like a church and uh, uh, that have pews and all that sometime, uh, uh, we need to be careful because everybody that comes in, uh, uh, there's some that come in trying to sow discord. Uh, uh, trying, you know what? And God hates discord. That's one of the things he hates tonight. Because you know what Galatians 2, 4 says, And that because of false brethren unaware brought in who came in privately despiled our liberties which we have in Christ Jesus that they might bring us into bondage. Uh, uh, you think about that trying to bring us into bondage. Who got us out of bondage? Jesus got us out of bondage. Uh, and you know what? The devil sends his crowd in and he warns us. Uh, he said, Wherefore lay aside all malice and all guile and hypocrisy and envy and all evil speaking. Uh, uh, why? Because it's a warning to all of us tonight. Ungodly men have crept in unaware, turning the grace of God, think about this, into lavishness. This is being done by their denials and mockings. What does it say in 2 Peter 2, 1 and 3? Uh, but there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you. He warns us, he's warning us today, who privately secretly let me tell you something you know how you can tell if a lot most of the time if it's of god or if it's of the devil god does not do things in secret god the devil does things in secret Cumberly, he's got a demand, shall bring it, damnable heresies. Uh, uh, you know what? That heresies is a religion, belief, object to the uh, ortho, orthodox doctrine of a church. Uh, any opinion, opposite of official or established views. Uh, anytime they try to bring anything that it, anything that it's not of God, uh, that's what it is. Even denying the, uh, the listen, the Lord uh, that bought them. And bring upon themselves swift destruction. Uh, and many shall follow their presumptuous ways. Of uh, uh, the rude and lost ways. Uh, and we haven't that today. Many are following their own ways. By reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. And through covenant shall they, uh, they uh, 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 with foreign words make merchandise of you. Whose judgment now of a long time lingers not. And their damnation str uh, 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 slumbereth not. Uh, uh, think about that tonight. Ungodly men coming in. Uh, and you know what? We have so many ungodly men in the world uh, uh, that are out to bring in things that's wrong. And it's a warning to us. Warning to us. Listen, a description. Let's look at the description of these ungodly men. What are their descriptions? Verse number 11 of the, of the chapter I read. It says, Woe unto them, for they have gone in the ways of Cain and ran greatly after the heirs of Baal for reward and perished in the gainsays of Kor. So you know what? They have gone in the way of Cain. What does that mean, preacher? What happened in Genesis chapter 4? 
Adam and Eve had a son, and his name was Cain, and he was a tiller of the ground. He he was a, a farmer, so to speak. He brought forth a, a fruit, and you know what? And then they had another son named Abel, and when they brought when he came in, he was a he was a tiller, he was a keeper of the sheep. He was kind of like what you'd call a shepherd. And it says, in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought the the fruit of the ground and offered it unto the Lord, and Abel. Brought the firstling, uh, brought uh, uh, it says, uh, brought uh, the firstling of his flock uh, and and of the uh, uh, and of the fat thereof, and the Lord respected Abel and his offering, but unto Cain and to his offering he had no respect, and Cain was wrought and countless failed. Why? What it was was Cain brought an offering to the Lord. But you know what? It was a re- a religion, but a bloodless way. And the Bible says, without the shedding of blood, there'd be no remission of sin. So without the shedding of blood, there'd be no forgiveness of sin. So you many have religion, but they don't have the blood. And you know what? Many have turned that way. And you know what? But it's still the blood. It's still the blood that takes away our sins. It's still the blood that does it all for us. Without the blood, we're nothing. No religion, and not many religions that took the blood out of the songbooks. They took the blood out of the Bible. And you know what? We cannot do that tonight. We need to realize that and be alarmed. When you read the Bible, they don't have the blood. You get a songbook, they don't talk about the blood. Then you know what? You need to throw it away. It ain't no good. They're gone in the ways of Cain. So many people have gone in the ways of Cain. They bring good stuff, but it ain't the good stuff. It ain't the stuff it takes. Not only that, these ungodly men ran greedily in the ways of Balaam. What what happened to Balaam was, was he was, some say he was a smoothsayer. But you know what? No, God used him, and he could he could he could do things. And and what happened was this king uh, uh, found out about this and heard about this. And in, uh, in Numbers chapter number twenty two, uh, and what happened was he sent uh, 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 princes and he sent people to them that they may curse uh, Israel. And you know what? God God told him said. Thou shalt not go with them, thou shalt not curse the, the people, for they are blessed. So you know what? The king didn't give up there. He sent more people after they went back. And, and you know what? He went and, and, he, and he said, and Balaam said, if, if, if Balak gives me his house full of silver and gold, I cannot go beyond the word of the Lord my God to do less or to do more. But what happened was, after a while, many think, you know what, it goes on that he was a genuine prophet until he finally betrayed Israel for reward. Many are betraying, betraying God for reward. Rewards of man. You know, think about that. Many have many pastors, many preachers, many teachers, many church people, many churches have gave in to the rewards of man. You know what? They don't preach like they used to. They don't preach on certain things like they used to. Uh, uh, why? Because they're afraid it's going to hurt somebody's feelings. They're going to lose the rewards of man. But you know what? We're not here for man. We're here for God. 
Not only that, but they ran greedily. Many are running greedily after the ways of Balaam, which is after rewards of men. And not only that, but also the gang said of Kor. You know what Kor wanted? He was, they, was, they came in and they tried to take over Moses and Aaron. They tried to take over the priesthood. And you know what Moses told him there? This is in Numbers chapter 16. You can read it later. If you would like to, you can go back and read it later of the whole thing. And uh, you know what? And they rose up before Moses. They come against Moses. And it goes on to say, And they brought them near unto him, and all their brethren and sons of the Levite was there, and seek the priesthood, saying, uh, uh, for, And this is verse 10 and 11, For with such a... Uh, for with cause both they and all the companies are gathered together against the Lord. And what is Aaron that you mumber against him? And then it goes on, talks about what they've done. Is they, he told them all to come together and God would decide. He said the one, they was together and what happened was, they was, the ground opened up more or less. And swallowed them. And the 250, the two other, 250 others. Why? Because they was in it for gainsay. Insurrection against God and his man. That's rebelling. That's a rebelling of government. Insurrection. You know what? We got to be careful how we come against God and God's man. Not just because I'm one, but you got to be careful. Why? Because listen to what it says in verse 28 through verse number 35. And Moses said, Hereby you shall know that the Lord has sent me to do all these works, for I have not done them of my own mind. If these men die the common death of all men, or if they be visited after the visitation of all men, then the Lord hath not sent me. But if the Lord make a new thing and the earth open her mouth and swallow them up uh, with all the uh, appear, uh, uh, appearance unto them uh, and they go down quickly into the pit, then you shall understand that these men have provoked the Lord. And it came to pass as he had made the end of speaking all these words that the ground craved uh, suddenly and was under them. And the earth opened her mouth and swallowed them up and their houses and all the men that appeared unto Kor and all their God goods. They and all the appearance to them went down alive into the pit and the earth closed upon them and they perished from among the congregation. And Israel and all Israel that were round about them fled out the cry of them for they said, let the earth swallow us up also. And there came out a fire from the Lord and consumed the 250 men that, that offered incense. So you think about that. They've come in and they tried to take over a, a false prophet prophets that have tried to take over and it's a warning sign it's a Lord everybody that stands on a TV or radio and proclaims the gospel does not mean that they're doing it for your good he warns us of that not only does he give us a earnest exhortation and then he gives us a warning but lastly tonight number three he gives us a challenge a challenging charge. He charges us. Something we got to do. This charge is to true believers. Christians, this is our duty tonight in verse 20 through verse number 25. 
What is that, preacher? Verses 21 and 20 and 21. This is commands. But ye, beloved, build up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keeping yourself in the love of God, looking for the mercies of our Lord Jesus Christ, to build up spiritual unity. You know what this done? This is how do you build up spiritual unity? This is done through faith, prayer, and keeping ourselves in God's love. That's explain. Keep it's done through faith, prayers, keeping ourselves in God's love. That's what we got to build up spiritual unity. Then we have to sincere. We need to have sincere compassion for the lost. Verse 23, and others saved with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even, have, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh, snatching them out. You know what happens when, you, when we have sincere compassion for the lost? It's like snatching them out of the fire. Why? Because where are we headed when we're lost? We're headed to a devil's hell. But when we get saved, we're snatched out. We're not headed to hell no more. We're headed to heaven tonight. And it's what it challenges us to build up spiritual unity. Have faith. Have faith. Pray. When you pray, you got to have faith that God's going to answer that. And then you got to keep ourselves in God's love. You know what? We'll love our enemies. And we need to have sincere compassion for the lost. We also need to have absolute confidence in Christ's power to keep. What does it say in verse 24? Now to him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceedingly loyalty to ruler or state. A subject or citizen's loyalty to rulers or state or the duty of obedience and loyalty owned by a subject or citizen. Now, think about that. It says in verse number 25, To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power both now and forever. Uh, uh, amen. So God challenges us to give a challenging charge to the Christian to, to build up a spiritual unity, to have sincere compassion for the lost, uh, to have an absolute confidence in Christ's power uh, uh, to keep uh, and to give Him all the allegiance and all the glory. Uh, uh, why? Because He said there, uh, uh, why? Uh, he said, uh, the majesty, be glory and the majesty, dominion and power both now and forever. Amen. He challenges us. He gives a challenging charge. He charges us. This is what our duty is as Christians. In order, in order to have sincere compassion for the lost, you've got to keep yourself in God's love. Why? Because God's the only one that can put a love in our heart for lost people. You see a drunk? A drunk come up and can't hardly talk. What is your first thing? I want to get away from them. You never know. God may want to use you to sober them up. We never know. But what we need to do is put every, all of our confidence. As the song goes, all my hope is in Jesus. You know what that's saying? All my confidence is in Christ to keep me. All my hope is in Christ. He's the only one. Listen, we can't, I can't keep myself. You can't. Only way we can keep is go to him. He's the one. 
And we need to realize that tonight. People are dying every day. There's no telling in the 30-something minutes that I've been live how many people has died and they woke up, woke up in hell. It's up to us to do our part, have compassion and snatch them out. Why? And then give God allegiance and glory and honor. He's worthy of all power and praise. I've tried my best to give to you what the Lord laid on my heart. It ain't always easy. He didn't say it would be easy. But I do know this is what he'd have me to deliver. And I know he's going to use what he told me to say tonight. In some way, he's going to speak to you in the way you need to be spoke to. And it's going to take, because ain't it amazing how sometimes you'll ask, what, what did the preacher preach on? And you know what? You may, I may say one thing, but you may get something different from it than I get. That's how God uses that tonight. I want you to bow your heads. We need to be alarmed. Christian alarming. The alarm's going off. And you know what? I'm guilty of this. When my alarm goes off, I hit snooze. I got my alarm. I used to have it on a clock. Now I got my phone. I used to have my alarm. Now I've got it set. It goes off at 4. It goes off at 4.05. It goes off at 4.10. And I can hit snooze all of them times. But that last time, I've got to hit dismiss. Means I got to get up. If I don't get up, the alarm goes off and I miss it. It later to come up and say, missed alarm. You know, a lot of people's missing the alarm. It's time to quit hitting snooze. It's time to get up. It's time to get about the Father's business. It's time to do what He'd have us to do. It's time that we realize that we're in danger. Ungodly men are in our world today and they're trying their best to stamp Christianity out. We need to trust. I pray that something's been said, and I pray that you'll go to prayer with me tonight. As we pray tonight, if God has spoke to your heart, if he's challenged your heart, if, you, if he, this challenging charge has spoke to your heart, pray tonight. Father, we love you. We thank you tonight for help. We thank you for strength. We pray, Lord, that something's been said, something's been done that will speak to hearts, speak to lives, make changes in people's hearts. I pray this has been a challenge to us tonight. Christian alerting, urgent exhortation urges us strongly that we need to contend for the faith that was once offered to the saints. And Father, I pray tonight and also tonight we need to, the siren, the siren ring is alarming tonight. It's the sincere alarm tonight is going off that ungodly men is creeping in. Then that challenge that, uh, that challenging to us tonight, I pray tonight that you would help us all, strengthen us all, and take this message, take this word, your Holy Spirit, and speak to hearts tonight. Thank you for your help and your strength. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. I pray something's been said that will help you tonight. You that are listening now or you that's going to be listening later, it's time that we quit hitting snooze. And it's time that we get up. We realize, get compassionate about the lost. You know what? Things happen in lives. You know what? Most people that come to Christ, bad things happen to get their mind saying, this, work, this, ain't, this just ain't worth it. This has happened. That's happened. I've got to try something new. 
And you know what? That's when we can say, let me offer to you a man named Jesus. Greatest thing that's ever happened to me. And you know what? God's got a way of working. I love you tonight. I thank you for listening. And I pray you. something's been said to help you. Pray for you, pastor. Pray for you, preacher. He really needs it. Pray for your church family. They really need it. Pray one for another because we all need it. We all need it. We love you tonight. We pray that you'll just pray about Sunday morning service. Boy, we had a great time Sunday. And you know what? We can have another great, it's a great time tonight. God give us opportunity to speak, to speak the word of Jesus Christ. And tonight I pray that you continue to pray for us. Continue to pray for our church, our country, the election. And I pray that you would just remember 1030. Come expecting a blessing. Come expecting to be a blessing. And you know what? God will do some great and mighty things. And until Sunday morning at 1030, may God bless you and goodbye. Jesus is able to keep us from falling. What do we got to do? We got to be absolute confidence. Don't you know what people put confidence in man? They put confidence in their pastor. And it's one way to put confidence. But don't put your whole con absolute confidence in me. Or you put your absolute confidence in Christ's power to keep. He'll keep you. Not only that, but to give him.